All right, what's going on? And welcome to episode eight of the Jake Talk Sports Podcast. I am here once again with the Geek Slays. How are you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing really good, and man, I'm super, super excited about this fantasy league we're doing. Um, so yeah, let's let's, let's talk about fantasy, okay? Um, okay. Let, let, let's let's start by talking about who do you think are some sleepers this year. Like, who do you think is a guy that you could take in the fantasy draft late and could still, like, be a starter and put up big points? Oof. That's honestly kind of tough. I mean, yeah, there's all sorts of guys. I mean, McCall Hardman from the Chiefs is interesting because he's their wide receiver, too, at this point. He should be fully healthy this year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think he could be a good guy, but I could also see him going kind of early because of how big of a threat he can be. I mean, he's kind of an approving year too. I mean, he's he's got he's he's got a lot on his he's got a lot of weight on his shoulders this year. Um I mean, I, th- I I think that another guy, Mike Davis from the Falcons. I don't think people are going to look at him very much, but he's their only running back. The That's second true. running back on, on their roster is Cordero Patterson. <laughs> Oh. So Mike Davis is the only uh, if they're hanging the ball off. Mike Davis is getting it. The question is how how much how many times are the Falcons going to run the ball this year? I think my biggest question with that is how good is the Falcons' offensive line going to be? That's that's a fair point. That's a fair. <laughs> Probably you know, not good. Probably yeah. not good. Um, yeah, but other. Other than that, I mean, fantasy is tough to talk about this early. There's just so much on the table because preseason hasn't even happened yet. But Right. Right, right. All right, so another thing I want to talk about. Did you – I don't know if – did you see, like, the whole, like, Lions and Giants fight stuff? I think it's so yeah. funny. I think it's so funny the way that – like, the difference in the way the two coaches handled it. Um, well, I, I, I was talking to other people about this. The way that, like, the, the fight happened at the Lions camp, and Dan Camp was just like, oh, yeah, I loved it. And then Joe Judge is making them run, like, 75 laps down and back on their practice field. Well, I think there's a big difference in the two fights that happened. The way yeah, Joe I mean, I Judge... Yeah, either, that's the thing. Yeah. The way Joe Judge has said he would handle it and has handled fights in the past is you just said, at home, you don't want it to be a distraction from practice. But this wasn't just, you know, two or three guys fighting. The whole team, including their starting quarterback, was in this fight. That was one of the funniest parts is that when I read it, is that Daniel Jones at the bottom of the pile. <laughs> yeah. Whereas the um, Lions, it was a rookie co- corner and a rookie wide receiver who it wasn't even really a fight. They just got scrappy. That is just straight up competitiveness. That's not being, yeah. you know, the the fight at the Giants camp seemed petty. Like there was no reason for it. It wasn't a competitive yeah. thing. It was just a, you know. So yeah. the reactions are totally different because it was totally different situations. But I still don't feel like Joe Judge is that good of a head coach. I don't like Joe Judge. Um, no. Between him and Cliff Kingsbury, I look at both of those guys, 
And I think those are two actually like solid teams. Like I like the Giants, like defensively and a little bit offensively. If you're not Daniel Jones, um, <laughs> and they both have terrible coaches. Like I believe Kyler Murray could win an MVP very, very soon. But I'm worried that Cliff Kingsbury might be holding him back from that. So I love Kyler Murray. I think he's kind of, he's kind of like the Walmart version of Lamar Jackson with a bigger arm. But I I, I mean. I, <sighs> It's tough because there were some really bad coaches in the league. <laughs> some really good teams behind them. <laughs> and I, I mean, this is a prove-it year for Cliff Kingsbury. I don't want to write him off completely. He's, not, because, he's definitely in the hot seat. I feel like he's, on, yeah. uh, he's definitely in the hot seat this year. I don't think he's the worst coach in the league, but he does need to improve in some areas. You know, and if the Cardinals finish last in their division, whether they're really good or not, because mm-hmm. their division's tough. Yeah, I think Kingsbury will be out even if they go above 500 and finish fourth in their division. Yeah, because I can so, see that happening. They could go nine and eight, ten and seven, and still coming last in the division. Yeah. Um, I was listening to another podcast. They're talking about hot seat guys, and I want to get your thoughts on this. One of the one of the guys said that he thinks that one of the biggest hot seat coaches this year is Mike Zimmer. I he had good I, reasoning. I just want to hear your thoughts about it. There, there's great reasoning behind Zimmer being on the hot seat. I mean, he's – we make the playoffs every other year, but there's also the thing. He's right now, I believe, the fourth winningest head coach in the NFL behind mm. Belichick, Tomlin, and uh, Pete Carroll. Yeah, that makes sense. So he isn't a bad coach. The Vikings have had – a lot of tough breaks. Yeah. Every other year, half our roster is in. Yeah. And, and you look at it, if the Vikings stay healthy this year and still miss the playoffs as good as they should be healthy, that that's probably going to lead to Mike Zimmer being fired. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So I want to get into a pretty big portion of what I want to do in this episode. Um, we're going to go division by division. We're going to each predict a winner. And then we're going to predict a surprise offensive and defensive player from each division. Somebody okay. who isn't expected to be good, but probably will be or could surprise people by being good. Okay. Um, and then we're going to do a team in that division that's that's going to be worse than expected and a team in that division that's going to be better than expected. Okay. So let's start with the AFC North. So the let's AFC let's, North. Let's, let's get our winners out of the way. I'm going Browns. Yep, Browns. It's it, I think I, the, it, it's yeah. a toss up between them and the Ravens for me, but I like them. I like them more as an all around team. I was gonna say to me, it's not a toss up. The really only better at quarterback, but even even then, Baker Mayfield can hold his own. Right. I mean, Lamar. Lamar's but better, the but. the biggest thing is Lamar. Does the weapons Baker does so. Yeah, OBJ and Jarvis Landry. The skill gap between Lamar and Baker is made up by the rest of his weapons. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, I just like the Browns because they are probably, in my opinion, the best built all-around team. They have a great defense. That offensive line is top five, probably top three in the league. Baker... I'm not sold on him completely yet. I'm going to be honest. He has good weapons. <laughs> they can catch the football no matter where he's putting it. OBJ is ridiculous if he stays healthy, which 
is not also not a given. So, right. But if the Browns stay healthy, I see no reason why they can't compete for the AFC Championship. Um, surprise. Okay, so surprise offensive and surprise defensive player. Oof. I'm going to go for my surprise offensive player. I'm going Sammy Watkins with the Ravens. Ooh, okay. Okay, that's interesting. He's the best receiver Lamar's ever had, and I think he's going to ball out this year. That's my expectation anyways. Offensively, I'm going to go Najee Harris. Ooh, that's fair. I think that he's being a little bit underrated. Like, I don't hear people talking about Najee Harris at all. But I think that – I mean, he's out of Alabama. You're an Alabama running back. You're probably going to have a few solid years. Mark Ingram, Derrick Henry, people like that. But he's all, also – James Conner's gone. Like, there's nobody else besides Benny Snell, who I don't even know anything about Benny Snell. And, and the fact that he's a rookie and not proven yet makes it even more of a chance for him to surprise people with how good he could be. I think the only issue there is the Steelers' offensive line has – Oh, degraded man. so much in the last few months. <laughs> yeah, I, I Big Ben's probably going to get his neck broken or something. Well, and that's uh, the other issue. They aren't going to have a passing attack that's that good, so it's easier to game plan against Coffee. I don't like Juju. I like Chase Claypool, but I don't, I don't, I don't like Juju. Doesn't, ben can't throw the ball more than 20 yards, though. So it, That's true, and then Chase Claypool, all he can do is run more than 20 yards. <laughs> right? So... I mean, yeah. So the team is going to be worse than expected. Oh, Steelers. The Steelers yes. are going to be so bad. <laughs> People are so still bad. thinking the Steelers can win this division. And <laughs> I hate the Steelers this year so much. There's I nothing that the... points to them being a, a good team except for that defense. I honestly see them being worse than the Bengals. I was going to say, do. moving on, better than expected, the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. I, I like Joey Burrow a lot. Yeah, the, the the thing that I'm seeing though is he is not very confident in that knee. Like he, he there was a press conference we did a little while ago where he just talked about how frustrated he is with like the knee and stuff. Um, and I'm just worried it'll affect him a little bit because getting tearing your ACL as a rookie, I mean, come on, right? That's, that's gotta hurt. But I I still think we'll be better than the Steelers because Big Ben is old and washed up. That defense, I mean. It's a good defense, but I don't, yeah, don't see it. Yeah. All right. AFC East. Winner, I mean, we know who's going to win this division. Yeah, it's but, the Bills. Yeah, it's the Bills. So, the, the surprise players, offensively, I w- I'm I taking the easy are. route. Ooh. I, uh, I don't I, have faith in Tua. See... I don't want to, but for some reason in the back of my mind, something's telling me that he might have a good year. He does have good weapons. Mike Gesicki's a top, easily five. top ten tight end. I'd put him in my top five. I'd put him in top five. I'd put him in top five. Um, you know, Devontae Parker will, and Jalen Waddle gives them a really decent receiving core. See, yeah, the, the, th- the thing that I want to say about like the surprise offensive player, I think it's going to be a Dolphin. Because like, all See, the other teams, all the other teams, like, you either know that the offensive players are going to be good or you know they're not going to be. Like, Zach Wilson, for example, I have no faith in that guy. He's a bust. 100% bust. <laughs> uh, so, for my surprise offensive player, though, 
I'm going Cam Newton. Everybody's already written him off. Cam's gonna fall think... out this year. The problem with Cam Newton is in this is this is me. I don't even think he's gonna be starting like week five or six. I think Mac Jones is gonna take over. I don't think so. I think Cam is gonna mm-hmm. That's gonna be absolutely that's gonna be fall out. in the preseason though. That's gonna be yeah. an interesting thing in the preseason to see. I mean, I don't th- I'm not hearing good things about Mac Jones. I'm hearing good things about Cam Newton. I'm not Right. Like all the other rookie quarterbacks, like Trey Lance. When we get to Tennessee West, we'll talk about him. But um, worse than expected, Dolphins probably. Yeah, I think that they're still being a little overrated. Um, yeah, getting Xavier Howard back is good, and that that's a good defense. You could also say the Patriots, because I don't know if the Patriots are going to be as good. Um, I see the well, Patriots I- as a wild card team though. I was going to say, I don't think people are expecting the Patriots to be world beaters. So, yeah, I, I see them as a 9-8, and 10-7 and seven wild card team. So, I, I don't have them as my weak Better than expected. Better yeah. than expected. I'm saying the Jets, but I'm not going to say that they're going to be good. Right. People are but kind I, of – people are saying the Jets are going to go like 1-16. I see 3-14. and 14. See, I, I don't know if I do. You're going to go less than three? Uh, I don't know. Zach Wilson's unproven. I have no clue who their running back and tight ends are. Yeah, Their offensive line is still average. Their defense is below average. Their receiving course below average. I don't see that team being able to string together many wins. I'm tra- I'm, I'm, I'm... Okay. So, Zach, Zach Wilson, his training cap's camp stats from like one of their first official scrimmages. Yeah. Seven for 12, 112 yards, two interceptions. He led four drives leading to one field goal, a punt, and then the two turnovers. Yeah, that's not great. But the the problem is nobody else in the Jets QB room has thrown a pass in the NFL. He There right. is no other option. It's just Zach Wilson. Right. He, yeah. So... I, the Jets are going to be bad, but I think they'll be better than expected. All right, AFC okay. West, this is the toughest one for me. I see three teams above 500 here, and yeah. they're not the Raiders. Um, <laughs> winner, it, it, I, as much as I want to, I'm not going to bet against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. So. I was going to say, it's the Chiefs. It's, yeah. Surprise player. Usually, I would say Justin Herbert, but people are expecting him to have an MVP season, so I'm not going to say Justin Herbert. Who do you got? I got Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, the, that's the one. That's the one QB battle I've heard nothing about. I don't know who's going to be the starting quarterback week one. My thing is, from what I've seen of Drew Locke, he is not a good quarterback <laughs> in the NFL. <laughs> He's, it's it's it, his decision making is bad. That's about it. Right. Teddy Bridgewater is not <clears throat> going to be Patrick Mahomes. He never will be. No, absolutely not. But he is maybe the safest bet at quarterback any NFL team can make. He doesn't make bad decisions. He has good accuracy. He's going to be the perfect mediocre quarterback. Yeah. And with the weapons the Broncos have, that's going to be good enough to be really good. And I think he wins the starting job. So – I, I see him coming into the Broncos is the same situation as him coming into the Panthers. Last year, the Broncos were really bad. The year before Teddy Bridgewater, the Panthers were really bad. 
Panthers went, I think, seven and nine last year. I yep. see the Broncos doing okay with him. And also, I, I, I looked this up. Teddy Bridgewater is only 28 years old. Yeah. He's younger than Taysom Hill. Yep. And Matt Sat he I didn't I didn't think he was that young. I was trying to I was about to say something about him being old, but No, I knew he was that young. He's still my quarterback. <laughs> Cause yeah, exactly. Because with the Vikings, man, I mean he was really good with the Vikings, but he really was. Do you do you sometimes wish they would have held on to him or no? I, I I said this the day we signed Kirk Cousins. We could have signed Teddy and Case Keenum for half of what we paid Kirk Cousins. Yeah. And had two quarterbacks who were just as good, if not better, especially in so, our system. We're, I'm, I'm going to track it even further off topic. We'll get back eventually. But who do you think is the next guy up for Minnesota? Is it Kellen Mond or are they going to make a move for somebody else? Um, Kirk Cousins is going to be there forever. I think he's No. Gone. I don't know enough about Kellen Mond yet. I haven't seen him throw a pass against an actual defense. Right. So... It's just a matter of if the Vikings organization has faith in him, I guess. Right. But I do think learning behind Kirk Cousins will help him grow. Yeah. Because Kirk's not bad. He's just not worth $38 million. Right. My surprise player, I'm going to go with Javante Williams. Okay. Running back from the Broncos. My only concern with him is... I'm assuming he won't get as many carries as Melvin Gordon will just because Melvin Gordon's a vet. Right. Um, but I think he could be really, really good. He's also kind of a fantasy sleeper. I actually picked him up in one of my leagues just to see how he does. But worse than expected team, much as I hate to say it, the Chargers. I agree. People think they're going to be this Super Bowl contending team, and I don't think they're good enough to be that yet. Everyone's like, yeah, Chiefs, Chargers, AFC Championship. I, I see the Chargers as a playoff team, not a Super Bowl contender. See, I don't think they're better than the Broncos. Really? Whoa. That, that's a little shock. That's a little surprising. Other than quarterback, what do they have as a position group that's better than what the Broncos have? D-line. Uh, uh, they lost With Vaughn Miller coming back and... You know, rookies, Bradley Chubb, no. Joey Bosa, if hell, if it, Joey Bosa is like the bright spot of that defense. If he's healthy, he's the best edge rusher in the league, in my opinion. Sure, um, but he's never been healthy. Right. And this is the same case with Derwin James. Yep. Um. Well, they're all lines better than the Broncos all line. Not by as much as people think. The the Chargers. Okay, yeah, the Chargers all line is getting. Super overhyped. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. The Chargers all line, all they did was draft Rashawn Slater and add Corey Lindsley. That's yeah. two guys in five that need to be protecting. Right. And, and you, look at, you look at the D lines and, and then their division alone, Chris Jones in, with the Chiefs, that guy's a top three defensive tackle. Yep. And then you have Bradley Chubb and Von Miller. And then yep. the Raiders have Clellan Farrell. I don't think he's. Is he good? I don't know. But. He's. Underperformed, but he's not bad. They also have Max Crosby, who I think is really good too. So yeah. th- th- that's that's eight, that's six games a year. That's six games this year where they're going to be probably outmatched, O line yeah. and D line. But 
you I mean, the more the more the more you're talking about it, I'm starting to have more faith in the Broncos at this point. <laughs> I, I think the Broncos defense will be top five this year. They're receiving the Broncos are definitely the Broncos are definitely my better than expected. I was gonna say them anyway because I think they're gonna be. Yeah. All right. What have we not done in the AFC? The South. Um, yep. Poor, 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 poor Colts. Oh no. Uh, Quentin Nelson and Carson Wentz both out to November with uh, the same injury, which is weird. Yeah, that's. Out of all the luck they could have had, uh, right? I say go and get Philip Rivers back, but I don't think that'll happen. I don't think Philip Rivers coming. Oh. What about Nick Foles, Big Dick Nick? That's true, Nick Foles. I don't think you can make that move if you're the Colts. I wouldn't. That would wreck I think it Carson would be Wentz. So mentally. funny if Nick Foles stole Carson Wentz's job again and did well. See, but. If I'm the Colts, I don't go get Nick Foles because that would ruin Carson Wentz mentally. Okay, if, if I'm the Colts, I don't go get anybody. I start Jacob Eason or Sam Ellinger, whoever they decide in training camp for the preseason, and then I wait till Carson Wentz comes back. If I were the Colts, I'd start Sam Ellinger because I want to know what he is. He's a rookie, right? Just came yeah. out of Texas this year? Yep. Jacob Eason hasn't taken a snap, I don't think, because they, they had Jacoby Brissett. Right. Um... Speaking of, I don't know where he went. Do you, do you have any Jacoby Brissett's in Miami? Yep. Oh. Huh. Maybe he'll be the Fitzpatrick and steal Tua's job for half the games. Um, but, the closing okay. quarterback, the new position that was invented by Fitzpatrick. Yeah. We'll talk about him when we get to the NFC East. Um, winner prediction for the South without Carson Wentz is the Titans. I think with, so. With Carson Wentz, it's probably still the Titans, but no, I think with Carson Wentz, it's the Colts. I, the Colts are a way better team than the Titans. You're right, because the Titans' defense is terrible. It's awful. There's, I can name one player on the defense currently, and that's Kevin Byard. I can't name I can't name anybody in the D line. I can't name any of their linebackers. Nope. Yeah, it's. Surprise offensive player. I want to say Michael Pittman. See, my original plan was to say Carson Wentz, but he's hurt, so. (laughs) He can still surprise people. He'll come back. November's not that late. When he comes back, I think he's going to return to form. Like he was 2015, 2016. I have absolutely nothing, like, no reason to dislike Carson Wentz. Right? Like, he's a good person. Did you ever see him complain about complain about like in Philadelphia or getting benched for Jalen Hurts? Didn't say a word about it. He just did it. Right. I I think he's a yeah he's a good person and I mean I don't think he's a bad quarterback. People hate on him way too much. Um, and I think the Eagles still would have won the Super Bowl if he had been playing. Absolutely. I think that would not have been a change. Um, I don't think so either. As much as I want to say that the Vikings would have beat them, <laughs> yeah, I keep forgetting the Vikings made the, made an NFC Championship recently. That's so yeah. wild. That team, <laughs> that team was so good. That was the Minneapolis Miracle year too, right? Yep. And then we got blown out thirty-seven to yeah. seven by the Eagles. Yeah, yeah. I remember watching watching the Minneapolis Miracle game. 
And as a Packers fan, I was riding so high, just waiting for that clock to tick down and see the Vikings go home. It, it Dude, was, I was, was so depressed. The Saints go up with 30 seconds left. Yeah. I'm like, God damn it, not again. So you, yeah, I can just imagine like Vikings fans sitting at home, just completely depressed, and then just going absolutely ballistic. Oh, I went nuts, dude. <laughs> That's yeah. So yeah, my surprise player is gonna be Michael Pittman. I like him a lot. Um, you're gonna go with Carson Wentz. Worse than expected. Mm, I think the Jags. I, I think the Jags. I think that the only reason I'm not saying the Texans is because people know they're going to be terrible. Oh, yeah. I think the Titans are going to be worse than expected. Oh, yeah. That's a good. They're still overrated by half the league thinking that they're still an AFC Super Bowl contender, and they're not. Their offense is amazing. The only reason people started saying that is Julio. Yeah. The second, before Julio. Everyone's like, oh, the Titans are our divisional round wild card team. Yeah. And then it's not that I don't it's not that I don't like Julio. It's that I well, I mean who who knows with Julio? Because I had him I had him on my fantasy team a couple of years. Guy scored like one touchdown like seven weeks. See, that's not entirely his fault though. I mean, he had Matt Ryan throwing to him, yes. But I, 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 yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know about Julio and AJ Brown. If, I don't know if it makes a difference. It, um, with their defense being so bad, I don't know if it does. Like, they're going to be one of those teams that every game puts up 30 to 40, but gives up 30 to 42. Yeah. Especially if they play good offenses. Um, yeah. Better than expected, the Jags. Um, I was going to say them for worse, but the more I think about it, people are expecting them to be bad anyway. Right. And I see them as like a five-win, six-win team, probably. Okay. There are people, and I was listening to the, 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 it's the same podcast I'm listening to. The guy said that he thinks the Jags are a 10-win team this year. That's insane. And I'm listening to it, and I'm just thinking, this guy's got to be on something. Ta- talking about the Jags being a 10-win team under Trevor Lawrence no so yeah the Jags five or six wins yeah let's get it out of the way let's talk about the NFC North yeah winner prediction with Aaron Rodgers it's the pet well I I think it's going to be a close race but I'm 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 going to give it to the Packers I am 100% scared more than I have been in a while (laughs) Yeah, like the Bears and the Lions are the two teams where I'm never, where I'm always just like, oh, it's a sweep. But the Vikings yeah. is always like they'll they're gonna steal at least a game off of us, and there's a good chance they could sweep us right back. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm going the Packers. Surprise offensive player, Irv Smith Jr. Yeah, Irv looks so good in training camp right now. I picked him up in fantasy because I have, I have that much faith in him. I really like. There's nothing not to like about him. He's the number one option at tight end next. Kyle Rudolph's off New York, I want to say. Yep. Um, number one option at tight end. He's basically the third receiving option, but behind Jefferson and Thielen. Yep. He's basically the wide receiver three. And isn't he kind of like built like a wide receiver? Like he's kind of a cop, right? Where he's kind of, he looks like he's a wide kinda, receiver. Kind of, yeah. 
Um, yeah, kind of. So, yeah. Yeah, Irv Smith. Worse than expected. As much... Sorry, go ahead. I, I was just going to say my worst than expected, but if you want to say something about Irv Smith, you can go for it. Oh, yeah. I think the best move that the Vikings made this offseason was letting Kyle Rudolph go. As much as I love Kyle Rudolph, mm-hmm. I think Irv mm-hmm. Smith is the better player. Yeah, and I remember watching a couple of the Packers and Vikings game games last year and kind of seeing Irv Smith kind of run his routes and like get a couple of catches. I liked him more than I liked Kyle Rudolph. Yeah. Um, but worse than expected, I'm going to go Chicago. Yeah, people are way overhyping Chicago. They're viewing them as a playoff team, and there's no shot. Even it doesn't matter who's taking snaps. No. Um, I do like Justin Fields though. I don't think. I don't think he's going to be good this year, but he'll be good. Right. As I told you on the last episode, I mm-hmm. wanted the Vikings to draft him. Right. And they could have. They so could have. Yeah, um, they should have moved up and got him. They just should have. Yeah. Better than expected. Okay. You're you're not going to like this, but... It's the Lions. I was going to say, Jared Goff in Detroit. I, I don't... Their line is top... Six or seven, probably. That's yeah. a good online. Can I Sewell and Jared Goff? People forget Jared Goff has been to a Super Bowl. <laughs> like, he's not sure. totally incompetent. His defense carried him, but he's not totally incompetent. The biggest issue for me with Jared Goff is what does he have for weapons? Can you name a receiver on the Lions? Rashad Perriman. That's and... not a good receiver. That's the only one I can name from them. Scott <laughs> Perriman, then they have the St. Brown guy who's a rookie. Yeah. They have DeAndre Swift. He, who isn't great. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to name any offensive player I can from them. Yeah. And I think they... is a top 10 tight end, not top 5. I don't like yeah. Jack that much. That'll be better. But, but people are like, oh, Jared Goff? Well, oh, 2 and 14, 2 and 15. 3 and... I don't, I don't see that. No. They don't win a divisional game this year, though. They go 0-6, I think. Yeah. Eh, they Even might the... steal one from the Bears. Yeah, but the Vikings and Packers are rolling them in both of their appearances. Absolutely. All right. NFC West, this is the toughest one for me. I have the Rams winning the division. I have the Seahawks. Really? Okay. The Rams... In my, the way I see it, they're really tough to bet against. Top two defense in the league, and they're not number two. I mean, Matt Stafford could be an MVP candidate, but yep. who was he throwing the ball to? Robert Cooper Wilson, Cup. Cooper Cup? I, okay, you might be high on Cooper Cup, but I, I don't think he's that good. <laughs> um, I, I Cooper Cup, I see more as like... A, I'm trying to think of a comparison for Cooper Cup. <laughs> I had somebody in mind, but I don't think I had Jordy Nelson in mind, but I think that's too high of a comparison for Cooper. I was going to say, if you're comparing comparing him to Jordy Nelson, then he's great. What do you mean? Yeah, I see. Okay, Randall Cobb. I'll give Cooper Cup a Randall Cobb. See, that's not a bad comparison. Maybe current Randall Cobb is a bad comparison, but prime Randall hey, Cobb is really hey, good. Hey, hey. Current Randall Cobb is going to be the number two guy in the Packers. 
That's not good. <laughs> Current Randall Cobb, I have so much faith in Randall Cobb right now. I know I shouldn't, but I'm expecting a thousand yard season from Randall Cobb this year. Oh Lord, I know. You you can come back to this episode once once he puts up a thousand. Him and Devontae both going for a thousand. Aaron Jones is going to rush for a thousand. Aaron Rodgers is throwing fifty with five thousand passing yards. Okay. Just wait. <laughs> Just wait. Just wait. Yeah, the defense that Packers team's really not going to be the greatest offense in NFL history. Calm down, bud. No, no, they're, they're not. not even the best offense in their division. Calm down. Whoa, who who are you putting over them in their division? Offensively, yeah, the Vikings. <laughs> You're joking, right? You, look at the no. quarterback comparison. Sure, but who's the better tight end, Herb Smith or Rob Tunyon? Robert Tunyon, no shot. How many touchdowns did Robert Tony had eleven touchdowns last year? Sure. <laughs> because he was the only option not named Devontae Adams on that offense. Hey, I would have caught eleven touchdowns on the Alan. Packers last year. <laughs> don't disrespect Alan Lazard like that, man. I'm absolute my left hand is better than both of his hands. Calm down. That's true. He did drop a touchdown pass in the Rams divisional game last year. But, okay, receiving core-wise, I'm taking Minnesota. Yes, Devontae Adams is better than both Jefferson and Thielen. And I, I and Randall Cobb's better than whoever the other guy is. No, Randall Cobb is not better than Thielen or Jefferson. He's not close. He has a chance against Thielen. No, he doesn't. I think he has Adam a chance Thielen is the best route runner in the NFL. That's just absolute. I would put DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae Adams, and Keenan Allen over Adam Thielen for route running. No, have you seen? Have you seen Keenan Allen's route running? The guy is insane. Have you watched Adam Thielen? He torches you every time you play him. You and should. Then, and then there's Tyree Kill, who's also a really good route runner. His that is, is no Tyree Kill is a below average route runner. He's just, I mean, yeah, he's fast, but. He's fast. He cannot run good routes. If you watched the Super Bowl, every designed route he was supposed to run, he missed. Every timing route, he misses. Terry Kill is a below-average route runner. All right. Let's see. Let's see what Google has to say about this. Oh God. The the five best route runners in the NFL: Devonta Adams, Amari Cooper, Keenan Allen, Calvin Ridley, and Justin Jefferson. See, ranking Jefferson above Thielen is not great. I can't speak on Calvin Ridley. I haven't watched the Falcons in four years. <laughs> this list is terrible. Yeah. No, I'm looking at another one. It's a top three list. You want to hear the three? Sure. Michael Thomas, Tyler Lockett, and Cooper Cup. That's no. What? Okay. Maybe slant routes for Michael Thomas. I don't think anyone's better oh, wait, than him. No, that. never mind. These are by route. That, that's a crossing route one. Okay. The okay. Go let's route, let's the move go. on from this. We yeah. can argue this point all day. It's <laughs> Let's move on. We're, we're still in the NFC West. Yeah, we, we picked our winners. You said Seahawks. I said Rams. Yeah. Surprise player. Surprise player. I'm going Trey Lance. Okay, yeah, I want to talk. Yeah, that, thank you for reminding me. 
He looks so good in camp. He really does. He looks so, some of the throws he was making, in incredible. Yep. He looks. He, from what I'm seeing from footage and stat lines, he looks the best out of any rookie quarterback so far. Yeah. I, 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 I over Trevor Lawrence so far in training camp. He was my second best quarterback in the draft. Yeah. I had him at number three behind Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence. Um, I only had him behind Lawrence. But. Yeah. But I, there's also a big difference in coaching. Kyle yep. Shanahan. There's yeah. no better spot for Trey Lance to land. Even, None. If, even if he doesn't start much this year, he'll be the franchise guy because he is such a good coach. Yep. Kyle Shanahan's offensive-minded. And yep. he's so smart. And, and, and Cliff Kingsbury... Say what you will about him as a coach, he's quite obviously the worst out of the out of these four in this division. Yeah. But honestly, how good of a coach is Pete Carroll? Be honest. How good of a coach is Pete Carroll is? He's a tough coach. Everybody, to everybody talks about the NFC West having the Supreme Coaches and they mention Pete Carroll, but from what I've heard from like his relationship with Russell Wilson, he's not that good of a coach. And the reason why he looks like a good one is because of Russell Wilson. It's like an Aaron Rodgers, Mike McCarthy kind of thing. He's not a bad coach. I wouldn't put him as low as I'd put Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy, I was going to say this earlier when we were talking about this. You can debate me, but he's the worst quarter. He's the worst coach in the NFL. The worst head coach. I would agree with that. He's not good. Um, I heard the story about the Cowboys were watching film, and he left halfway through to go get a massage. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, Cliff Kingsbury is the worst in the division. My surprise player is Daryl Henderson. Okay. Who is the new guy in LA for the running backs? Yeah. For now. I really would like to see them bring back Todd Gurley, if I'm being honest. I personally want to see him go get AP. Hmm. I, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. If he's, what is he, still on a contract with the Lions or something? It's just, no, it's, he's a free agent right now. Oh, he doesn't even have a team to trade. Oh. Well, if, I mean, even if he doesn't play well, that guy, having him in a running back room is going to change a lot. Right. I want I want to see AP go to either the Chiefs or the Rams because I think those are the two contenders who need a back that can do what he does. Yeah, were you were you watching the Vikings when AP was kind of in his prime? Just being yeah. Were you? What year? What year did he win MVP? Uh, Twenty twelve. Oh, I was I was like nine years. I didn't think it was that recent. I thought it was a while yeah. ago. Uh, worse than expected, the Cardinals. I the offense, have the offense. Crash and burn. Maybe. Seahawks is my worst than expected. Oh, that's a good point because they might. Because the reasoning for that is they're not going to be bad. They're not going to be as good as people think they are. I still think they won the right. division. I but... I don't think they do. They're Russell Wilson's great. Their receiving room's good. I don't that know. If, I, I don't like though. Chris Carson. Their offensive line's still bad, and I think their that's... defense is going to be terrible. The defense is weak outside of Bobby Wagner. Yeah, they lost so, their yeah. number one corner. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that's that's probably a good, that's probably a good assumption. Better than expected, 
49ers. Yep. Trey Lance starts. That team is 11 and 6, 12 and 5. Uh, I, w- I don't know if I'd go that far just because he's a still rookie. a rookie. He's yeah. still going to make rookie mistakes. And getting Nick Bosa back, that defense is going to be sick. I can't wait. Absolutely. Well, that team just had 97 injuries last year. Yeah. So it's I'm really sure tough to be worse. The Packers played them at like their worst. Yeah. And. Watching that defense try and guard last year's Packers offense was the highlight of my year. Because <laughs> it was just fourth-string quarterbacks running with Devontae Adams. It was the funniest thing ever. Yep. Um, but I, but I know, but the one thing I know is that if that team had been healthy, they probably would have beat us. <laughs> like, um, all right, we got two divisions left. Let's, let's talk. Let's just get the worst one out of the way: the NFC East. Okay. Winner prediction: Giants. Cowboys. I, I the one thing that I do like, although we have different picks, no, neither of us chose Washington, right? And everyone's choosing Washington. I'm going Giants, and I don't know why, but I have a feeling. I just don't trust Daniel Jones, so I can't do it. Mm. I mean, you—that's you, a completely fair assumption. But the defense, I like it a lot. Right. I think the Cowboys' defense will not be as bad as it was last year, since it was, I think, you know, one of the five worst defenses ever. Michael Parsons is going to be a huge help there. Yeah, um, and then the just getting Dak back is not only going to make their offense better. I think it's going to make Zeke better. The, there's a trust uh, factor and between him and Dak that he didn't mm-hmm. have with anyone else. I think Zeke yeah. explodes this year. Yeah. Um, I think the Giants are one of those teams that don't let up many points but can't score to save their lives. The one nice thing about the Giants is the one thing Daniel Jones is good at is he has a good deep ball. And, and Kenny, Kenny Galladay is a great oh, deep ball Kenny receiver. Kenny Galladay can burn any cornerback in the league on a go-around. Yep. Um, and... Uh, their their receiving court. I like Kadarius Tony a lot, and I really wish he was a Packer right now. But I like Kadarius Tony. <laughs> you wish any rookie receiver in the last three years was a yeah. Packer right now. Anybody, yeah. If you think about the options they've had: C.D. Lamb, Justin Jefferson. I mean, both Justin Jefferson so easily could have been a Packer. So easily could have been a Packer. Yep. But Jordan loves a Packer now, so we. <laughs> And the Packers um, obviously don't think he's good enough to win any games because they didn't the want Packers to get rid of Aaron. So, so adamant, they're like, "No, no, we can't get rid of Aaron Rodgers. We're screwed. No, we cannot." I mean, I know it's Aaron Rodgers, but if you had a sl- sliver of faith in Jordan Love, you'd be like, eh, "Maybe if you give us a lot of good picks, right?" Like if Jordan Love, if I knew, if I personally was running the Packers and I knew Jordan Love had a lot of potential, I would, and I got a good offer for like some veteran starters and a couple good picks, I would take it for Rodgers. Yeah. Um, worst expected Cowboys for me. Really? Yeah. I think they're being overhyped. With that coming back, I see them 10-7. I think, think that's good enough to win the division. But I that's have true. Washington as my worst than expected. That's fair. That's fair. I Washington, we can talk about a little bit about Mr. Fitzmagic here. Um, I don't. 
I see Taylor Heineke and Fitzpatrick being the exact same thing as Tua and Fitzpatrick last year. I, start I see Taylor Heineke winning that job. Yeah, but what always happens when a quarterback beats out Ryan Fitzpatrick for a starting job? Unless Heineke gets injured, I don't think he gives it up. I've loved Taylor Heineke since he came into the league. He's had a really weird path that I'm not even sure I know. Like, he started on the Vikings, ended up on what? the Panthers. He was yeah. a Viking. That's why really? I love him. He was in Minnesota, and I saw he, him all the was time. He, was he drafted? Uh, I don't remember. I'm going to look up where he went to college. Uh, ooh. I can't remember. Northwestern, I think? Old Dominion. Ah, um, are they D1? They're D1. I, I'm i not sure. I'm just looking at his Wikipedia page. But, yeah. Heineke, I loved Heineke. When he He's was been in the league since how long? 2015? Maybe Heineke longer. went undrafted in the 2015 draft, but some of the Vikings is an undrafted free agent. Yeah. Sounds right. And he was the third string behind Teddy Bridgewater and Sean Hill. Yep. Hmm. Well, okay. I, I Taylor Heineke, if he plays anything like he played in that wildcard game against the Bucs, that's, that's yep. pretty good. That's pretty good. Yep. Better than expected. Mine's obviously the Giants. Um, I, I can see that. But I think I'm going to go Eagles. I we haven't touched the Eagles yet, have we? No, I I don't think the Eagles are great, but people are saying they're going to be, you know, a three four win team. I don't see that. I'm assuming by you saying that you don't like Jalen Hurts. I love Jalen Hurts. Oh, that's that's why I think the Eagles are my surprising good team. Hmm. They're not going to be like they're not competing for the division, but they're going to be better than everyone expects. I mean, Devonta Smith's going to be great. Oh man, I'm excited to watch. I'm excited to watch a lot. Of, most of the rookies this year are just going to be electric. Yeah, if they're not, if their name isn't Zach Wilson, I'm hyped to see him. So, I'm All not right. hyped to see Mac Jones either. Yeah, I don't like. Yeah, Mac Jones is going to be. Even if he's good, he'll be the most boring player ever, which is exactly what Tom Brady was. So, yeah. All right, let's round it off. The NFC South winner prediction. That's easy. It's Tampa. The Bucks. Now, but do you see anybody finishing ahead of the Saints for second? I. The Panthers is the best bet. I was gonna say I want the Panthers too. Oh, oh, I if if. By preference, I would want the Saints to finish last. <laughs> I like I like the Falcons and I like the Panthers. Yeah, I think Sam Darnold is. I'm I'm jumping to our next thing. He's yeah. going to be the shockingly good player. I was gonna I was gonna say say surprise player for him as well. Yeah, because Sam Darnold, no one in NFL history has ever had a worse start to their career than he has. But also, no quarterback in NFL history has been thrust into the situation he was. The youngest quarterback in the league, the worst head coach, the worst team possible. Yeah. And they never tried to help it. I'm trying to think. I don't remember what pick the Jets took him with. It wasn't first overall. It was three. Three. I think. So, 
you're going to the third worst team in the NFL. Adam Gase is the head coach. You have no weapons, no defense, and your youngest quarterback, least experienced quarterback in the NFL. And people expect you to be good. Right. And you're coming out of USC, which doesn't compete for a national championship. So you're not like a guy like Trevor Lawrence or Joe Burrow, who has a highly competitive experience in the college football uh, world. Right. Um, I, and I like his weapons. I like Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore. Um, I like the defense, Jeremy Chin and JC Horn and Brian Burns. I, Panthers could be Panthers could be moving on to our next thing. I think they're or one of our next things. I think they're 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 my better than expected team for sure. Mine as well. Worst than expected, Saints. Saints. I am so excited for opening day because my Packers get to show the Saints that they are not going to be good this year. I hope right. if they lose to the Saints, I might just It stop could be them. scary though. James Winston, no, I'm definitely, there's definitely a thought in the back of my mind. It's like, what if James Winston plays well and he beats us in opening night? Right. And Michael Thomas, have you heard all the stuff with what's going on with him recently? I haven't, no. So Michael Thomas has ignored any call from Saints coaches or trainers for three months. Wow. He declined to have surgery on his injured ankle which is going to put him out for longer and he posted some, he posted on Twitter yesterday about some something along the lines of if I shared my side of the story the Saints would be a ruined organization the Saints already are a ruined organization That's outside true. of people who already love them no one likes them anymore that's true like the, the only halfway the... bright spot they ever had was Drew Brees and I just wish that – I like Jason Hill a lot. I wish he was still a Packer, but – I don't. I don't – see, the thing is, the Packers would not have used him in the way the Saints did. He'd be no. – he'd just be a backup quarterback on the Packers. Only yep. Sean Payton can come up with what he did for Jason Hill. <laughs> Who is not not a good quarterback. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> Jason Hill almost lost to, to the Broncos with a wide receiver – Seven at quarterback. Yeah. And Taysom Hill threw like 100 yards and interception and a touchdown in that game. I still can't believe the Saints chose Taysom Hill over Teddy Bridgewater. Why? Right? I don't understand. Teddy Bridgewater, in his time with the Saints, went undefeated. He looked better than Drew Brees did that season. Literally, yeah, I remember. Because... Drew Brees goes down. Oh no, with Teddy Bridgewater. Five and all. <laughs> he didn't lose. And the last time we saw Teddy Bridgewater before that was on the Vikings, where he led them to the playoffs and should have won the game against Seattle, who went on to go to the Super Bowl. Stupid Blair Walsh. Dude, I knew I I, I knew it. I I'm assuming that you were just it, furious. I called it because so, I've said this for my entire life. If they ever made a documentary about the history of the Minnesota Vikings, it would be titled Wide Left. <laughs> Wide Left, the history of the Minnesota Vikings. Gary Anderson. Yup. Blair Walsh, Gary I forgot Anderson, Ryan Anderson Longwell. Huge kick. <laughs> and technically, Brett Favre still falls under that. Yeah. 
Because so the 2009 thing, my favorite Paul Allen call ever. What was the, yeah? What was the situation with that one Gary Anderson missed kick? What was he the hadn't missed a field goal in three years? Yeah, and then the announcer says that, and then he shanks it. Yep. Why so left? That, 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 was that a big game or no? It was the NFC Championship game, and the Vikings at the time were the best team in the league. That and was the best that, offense in NFL history. And like we lost Randy to the Falcons too, and didn't make the Super Bowl. And you probably would have won the Super Bowl. Oh, we would have kicked the shit out of the Broncos that year. At that time period, the AFC was so weak. Like, the Broncos were good with Elway, but I'm sorry. Who on the Broncos was stopping Randy Moss? Nobody on any team was stopping Randy Moss. <laughs> right? Um, or even Chris Carter at that point. Who's stopping Chris Carter? I kind of forget about Chris Carter, if I'm being honest. Because at the he time... Gets, he gets so overshadowed he was, by Randy Moss. And so overshadowed by Jerry Rice, who he played against at the time. Yeah. Because, I mean, at the time they both retired, the two best receivers in NFL history, purely stats-wise, were Rice and Carter. Right. Carter, because Rice was the same, but had a better quarterback, so he got to do put you up think better that, numbers. Do you, do you think, taking your bias out of it, that Randy Moss is the greatest wide receiver of all time? I do. Okay. And I personally have Jerry Rice Randy, and then Randy Moss, but it's very, very close. So I get people very pissed off. I don't put Jerry Rice very high. I I'm not I'm not upset about that because I, 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 I can kind of feel like the angle you're taking on it. because um, I've heard people put him outside of top five. If that's what you're saying. No, I, I he's still around the top five, but like my thing is if you took at that time the second best receiver in the NFL at the time was Chris Carter. Mm-hmm. If you put him with the quarterbacks that Jerry Rice had, he does the exact same thing. Steve Young and Joe Montana? Like, come on. Right. Come on. If you give Randy Moss those quarterbacks, he destroys every record Jerry Rice has. If you give Calvin Johnson those quarterbacks and those teams, he destroys every record. T.O. Calvin Johnson should have been a Packer at some point in his... Aaron 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 Rodgers talked about this just a little while ago. He said after every single game he played against the Lions with Megatron was there, he'd pull him aside and be like, "Yo, come to Green Bay, come to Green Bay." Right? And the Lions just left, just wouldn't let him leave. <laughs> they just held him. Yup. And nobody wants to play in Detroit. Like, there's a story about Gronk. He he retired. He didn't retire from the. NFL, but he was planning on it. Oh, you might have heard the story. Yeah, the Patriots were going to trade him to the Lions. I don't know how that could happen. I'm to retire. And they're like, oh, okay. And he stayed in the Patriots and won the Super Bowl. Yep. Okay, last small topic. We've been here for quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I want to talk about what happened. Do you like... I don't. I'm going to stop for saying no. that. I hate so much. I, I like Josh Six Allen. Years but... $258 million for Josh Allen. Why is he making more per year than Patrick Mahomes? I don't know. And Josh Allen has proven as much in the NFL as I have. Yeah. Dominic <laughs> Fox Dominique Foxworthy said this this morning. Josh Allen has one season that's better than any of Baker, Baker Mayfield's seasons, but all the rest of Baker Mayfield's seasons have been better than Josh Allen's. Yeah. 
And he and Baker Mayfield is still on his rookie deal. They just picked up the fifth year option and won't pay him. Yeah. And Josh Allen's getting what what is it, forty something million a year? Forty six? <laughs> that's more than Mahomes, that's more than Deshaun Watson, that's more than anyone. More than Rodgers and Brady, who Brady doesn't care about the money anymore, but But it's just like uh I get it. Josh Allen is really good, but no, he, no, 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 no. He's good, but who knows? What if he makes no progress in between now and the next six years? He just blew two hundred fifty-eight million of your dollars on him. Yeah. If he doesn't make an improvement and they still just make it to the AFC Championship and lose to the Chiefs, you've gone nowhere. Honestly, though, if you're Bill, if you're the Bills, is that really a bad thing? Because for the twenty years before that, you sucked. That's true, but if you're paying a guy, you're expecting a Super Bowl run. Right, I can't remember. Did, they didn't. The Chiefs paid Mahomes after he won their Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, Mahomes proved himself. Yeah, he won a Super Bowl, so sure, blow five hundred million dollars on him the next ten years. I mean, years let's because... be fair. If Mahomes' contract was any shorter, he'd be making so much more a year. Yeah, it's just, it's just fact that it's a thirteen-year contract. Yeah. Um, and the second extension, Darius Leonard. Which I also hate. Really? He's not... He, okay, I don't hate that they extended him. It's the amount that they paid him. He's, He's a top five linebacker in the league right now. Right, but would you pay him over Fred Warner? Or Michael... Uh, Ken, sorry, not Michael. Eric Kendricks? No. Because, right. to me, Eric Kendricks and Fred Warner are the two best linebackers in the league. And the, the Colts league. just and made they're the highest paid inside linebacker of all time over Bobby Wagner? <laughs> that makes no sense. No. I would pay him. I would have paid them at the exact point they did, but that's so much money. And I remember I saw a meme about it once it happened. Somebody said, Congrats, Ezekiel, you're no longer the most overpaid player in the league. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah. I don't like either of the two extensions. Josh Allen more so. So, I, I have to ask, who is your top three linebackers in the league? Okay. Fred Warner, Eric Kendricks, Bobby Wagner. See, that's almost the same as mine. I think Fred Warner and Eric and Kendricks then, are interchangeable as the top two. No, I I'm not going to be mad. The only at... reason is because of Fred Warner being younger. That's fair. Um... And I got Darius Leonard probably at four. Yeah. And five? I don't care. I honestly yeah. don't know. Um, yeah. See, the thing that about Eric Kendricks is that, like, he's one of those guys that's really, really good, but is constantly overshadowed. Yeah. And, like, isn't given enough praise for how good he is. Because, because I, I mean, mean his defense has been really good. It's just been... Oh, look at Bobby Wagner. Or recently, look at Fred Warner and Darius Leonard. Well, and it's also the defense he's on. I mean, Daniil Hunter is going to get more talked about because he's, you know, a top 10 edge rusher in the league. Yeah. You can rank him higher than that, or I, I don't see him outside of the top 10. I think that's bad. Then you but, got Har- Harrison Smith. And even Anthony Barr and... Michael Pierce. There's so many guys on that defense. I would put Anthony Barr either on the cusp or inside of the top ten. 
for outside linebackers, absolutely. Um, yeah, he's yeah. just not great in coverage. Which I, I will say though, Harrison Smith to me, I don't think is a top three safety. Not anymore. He's like Jesse 32. Bates, Justin Simmons, and probably Minka Fitzpatrick. But I could see an argument for him still being top five. He's definitely top ten still. I don't know. I don't, I wouldn't put him as I. I think his floor, like the lowest, I'd put him would be seven. Right. That's what I'm saying. He. I still see the he argument really for top, top five. If you have him outside of your top ten, you're just hating because he's on the flight. Yeah, pretty much. Um, you don't like his name, Harry the Hitman? I don't know. Yeah. So, but I mean, at this point, he's the hardest hitting safety in the league. He's the last one of those guys. Yeah, because Cam Chancellor by far was the he's the hardest hitting. Him and Sean Taylor just absolutely yeah. wrecked people. But I mean, um, right now, if you're looking for a hard hitting safety, it's, it's Harrison Smith. Yeah, because Jesse Bates and Justin Simmons are more the lockdown yeah. coverage guys. Even Mika Fitzpatrick is a Mika lockdown. Mika Fitzpatrick, I I don't see any any tackle ball. Right. Like, like you don't see like, oh, what an incredible tackle by Minka Fitzpatrick. Or, uh, right. I, I, I do want to know, I, do you have Mr. Blitzboy in your top 10 safeties? No. Okay. Because he's not I'm a tra- safety, tra- he's tra- a linebacker. The hard, the hard thing for me is I'm trying to think of 10 guys who are better than him when it comes to safeties. So, Ten guys Simmons, Bates, Fitzpatrick. Harrison Smith. Um, God, I'm trying Min- to think. Minka. I, that was who I put at three. Fitzpatrick okay. is what I said, yeah. Um, honestly, even though he was just a rookie last year, I'd put Antoine Winfield Jr. I would say Adrian Amos might be up there. Adrian Amos, Eddie Jackson on the Bears. Yep. Um. Tyron Matthew, holy shit. Tyron Matthew. And then what about I always forget what about, about that guy? What about the guys down in Buffalo? Poyer and Micah Hyde, is he out of them top ten? I'd put them both above Jamal Adams. So that, yeah, that, that that's ten. So I guess, yeah. And I think there are still more that neither of us are thinking of right now. Probably Kevin Byard. Yep. Um Yeah. You know, there's Derwin James, even if he's healthy. Oh, yeah, so Derwin James, absolutely. Um, Yeah, so yeah, Jamal Adams should just play linebacker. <laughs> yeah, he really should. Honestly, who blitzes a safety that much? <laughs> who does that? It's right. not, it's Harrison not, Smith it's was not known even, as a big blitzing safety. It's not and, even the Seahawks, because he did it with the Jets, too. <laughs> right. It's, oh, the Jets, Marcus May, probably a better safety than Jamal Adams. At this point, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, if you go to the Patriots, Devin McCourty, or Jason, whichever one of them plays safety. One of them plays safety. (laughs) Stupid twins. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and... mm -hmm. While we're on this topic of ranking people, what do you you see in in the cornerback race? I what have Jalen mean? Ramsey, Xavier Howard, and J- Jair Alexander for my top three. So I have Jalen Ramsey, 
Jair Alexander and oh god, that's tough. I like Xavier Howard. I don't know. Xavier Howard's good. Um, my mind's blanking on like any other cornerback in existence. <laughs> good ones. Oh, Marlon Humphrey. Yeah, Marlon Humphrey's good. Marcus, Marcus Peters, I don't think, is really up there. Anymore. No. He never was. Um, I'm just trying. I'm just trying to name. Marcus Peters was way overrated. Yeah, we can talk about that for hours. He's um, a great ball hawk, but he can't actually cover. He will make a big play, but he's also given up a big play. Yeah, yeah. Um, why? Yeah, I'm blanking on cornerbacks too. Yeah, but Jesus, we're over an hour. We should probably wrap this one up. <laughs> I do. I could back of time. Well, that has been episode eight. Again, thank you so much for being here. Um, Thanks for having me on. Um, we, we're having a lot of fun doing this. Um, and yeah, so um, uh, the episodes, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Doses. <laughs>